Uh, welcome, everybody, to episode number eight of Irresponsibly Long with myself, Stephen Cesaro, and the esteemed crypto CFA, Eric Johansson. What's up, guys? Got a big show for you guys today. Where's the camera? Oh, there's the camera. <laughs> look, look at camera. <laughs> big show today. We're talking about uh, memes again. Talked about it a little bit on the Alpha Alpha Pod last night, but we tried to keep it a little more high level, a little more philosophical. We want to we want to dig in, dive today. into the mud. I know Eric had some thoughts last night that he really wanted to get off of his uh, off of his chest, mm-hmm. but didn't want to drive the episode off a ditch. We can debate it. We can debate it. But I, I'm I'm in for the memes uh, for you guys for the culture. All right. Well, we'll we'll see where you're at on that. Um, also, update on our uh, positions. We got some new plays for you guys. Uh, lot lot to cover um so let's get right into the uh the important stuff um like the video on the stream please if you have not done so helps people to find us we are new we are in need of an audience we want more of you guys in the chat hanging out with us every week so that would be awesome uh really important we are going to move this show off of the alfalfa pod youtube feed so we need you guys, if you want to keep getting the show, if you want to keep watching this live, uh, you're going to go to youtube.com backslash at irresponsibly long pod. And there should be a link in the description as well, uh, unless I screwed that up, which is definitely possible. No, I saw it in there. You did good. All right. So link in the description for the new channel. Yeah, uh, I please, subscribed already. I was first. Yeah, please subscribe. Let's get those subs up. Got to get that thing to uh, four digits as quickly as possible. Uh, we're going to keep releasing this, I think, on the Alpha Alpha Pod Apple feed for now, but we're going to get our own uh, feed set up for that uh, as well. But we want to want to you know juice the numbers from the Alpha Alpha audience for uh, <laughs> a, a little bit longer. So what else I got here? Oh yeah, we got a got an ad read today. Yeah, got a Give a shout to our friends, sponsor, our friends over at Zbiotics. Uh, Zbiotics. For those of you who are familiar, or maybe those of you who are not familiar, um, this is a pre-alcohol probiotic drink, the world's first genetically engineered probiotic. Uh, I don't know about you guys, I'm uh, drinking heavily lately. Not sure, not sure why that could be. <laughs> Might be a little. Well, the, you got the holidays, st- and you got uh, what market pumping? Yeah, like the, the the stress levels are very high. Got memes on the brain, so you know I'm no stranger to a, an, an evening. A glass of wine or two to calm that down. Um, but uh, those of you who know me know I like to try to wake up at uh, 4 or 5 a.m. with the New Yorkers and, and, and get trading. So I cannot be feeling bad in the morning uh, if I want to do that. And that's why Z-Biotics uh, is, is awesome. Uh, I got a, got a nice 12-pack uh, at all times sitting in my cupboard. Uh, helps make the day a little bit better when you... Uh, when you have a couple the night before. When you have a 12-pack yeah. the night before. So if you guys <laughs> want to try it out, uh, zbiotics.com backslash alfalfa. Uh, you can get 15% off your first order. And uh, yeah, I think you guys will really love it if you haven't tried it. All right. So on with the show. Uh, it's been, uh, been a heck of a week. The, the animal spirits are alive and well. Do you, do you feel it? I sure do, man. I sure do. And I'm uh, a little nervous about those animal spirits because my portfolio is uh, just enjoying this 
almost a little too much. And <laughs> I'm wondering uh, when, if ever, do you start to take profits? Because uh, I haven't taken any profits on like any of these like options plays that we've mentioned. Yeah. And, so, and so for what, what what are you in right now for people who haven't been uh, keeping up with you for the last two or three months? Yeah, I, I know uh, regular listeners know what we're in, but yeah. So I, I think there were like some big themes here. The big themes were like uh, crypto adjacent uh, stocks. So um, that was like Coinbase. And then like the affiliated trade to that is uh, Robinhood. Um, and then we had uh, Bitcoin miners. So that's like Mara and Riot. And then uh, small cap miners like Cypher. Um, and then that uh, GLP-1 trade like Novo Nordisk and uh, associated play with that is Weight Watchers. And, you know. It's all up. Everything's up in this market. It's it's all up. Uh, Weight Watchers or WW. I don't, I don't want to call it WW. No, let's call, call it, it. let's call it Weight Watchers. I'm going to uh, pull the chart. WW is moving and it's moving off the little the little rectangle we drew a couple weeks ago. You really nailed that rectangle pretty it's good. good. It's a good rectangle. It's a firm rectangle. It's a strong rectangle. Um, <laughs> yeah, that box, at, at least uh, for now, has propelled us higher as I, as I thought it might. Of course, it is possible that we do one of these and make a lower high and go lower. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I think we went over a couple episodes ago, or maybe it was like in episode three or four, uh, the logic behind this trade. This was sort of like a longer term uh, zone that we were taking along from, just sort of generational support uh, on WW. So yeah, I uh, fortunately followed my rule of, of nibbling on this thing, put 30% of the position on immediately. Initially, it was looking a little sketch to me, but held on, and then we just ripped. So last... Uh, Last few sessions, I mean, it's 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 gone from uh, six fifty to nine fifty in a hurry, and although that's only three dollars, that is uh, close to fifty percent of the the price of the stock. Yeah, particularly when you're in the the options, you know, like if you're in short dated options and you get a move like that, um, your portfolio returns get real juicy. I went with the uh, the leaps on this one. I think I'm in January twenty five, uh, twelve dollars. So pretty conservative. You know, I, I, I kind of feel like I should have taken a more aggressive shorter term trade and played it with the leaps because I don't know. I think when price is, is, is kind of like consolidating off of these really, really key levels, you sometimes get these super fast rips. And one of the hard things with options, you know, especially the short data one is you got to get the timing right. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, like I, I, I did know there was like a high percentage like that the timing would be good on this, like that if it sent, it might send in a hurry off this level or kind of lose it and be like, we got to get the hell out. I mean, the rectangle alone was enough for me to get moving. Keep it simple, man. <laughs> the rectangle's so strong. But I, I do have the leaps. I mean, that's, that's the majority uh, for me is in the leaps. I basically haven't bought any common stock of any of these, um, which is why I'm kind of nervous because like you have to take profit at some point. Yeah. And I'm just, uh, I haven't taken any. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my, my targets on this are, they're just so much higher though. Like I, yeah. I, I, and I same, same with like all these things we mentioned, Coinbase and, and uh, the Bitcoin miners, I think they, they have room to run, but like. This chart's got a lot of room. 
this chart in particular, the Weight Watchers chart, has a lot of room. But yeah, I, I would be pretty happy to just go to this other rectangle up here. You know, even even making like a lower high on the very very high time frame. Yeah, what that's level still a great that? trade. That's like a you know about twenty seven dollars or so. That so would be still, nice. Still a three X from here. So maybe maybe twenty twenty four question mark. I don't know. So that one's doing well. Congrats to anybody who's been uh, shadowing us on that one. Uh, Hood also pumping. We've, we've been talking about this one. Uh, not too, too much to say here. Kind of little, might be printing a little weekly swing fail on the high, which is not a big deal. You, you sometimes, you know, very frequently don't hold these breakouts. So I, I would, I would love an opportunity for like a pullback and to, to add more uh, to this, but I haven't been uh, chasing price. I literally bought my starter position and it was just never underwater and I just kind of watched it run away from me. Yeah, I think we'll get another chance on this, uh, I imagine. All right, but the, the the big ones right now, I mean, we got Mara and Riot, the Bitcoin miners. Now, Riot has run into a little bit of, uh, a little bit of trouble, right? But that was to be expected. We, 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 we've called out this, this little box here. Um, got supply from, you know, 17 bucks to $19 or so. So that's going to be a tough level to, uh, to, to move through. And you, you, you really saw that today, uh, riot up 1.8%. Mara was up 12% on the day. So if you pull up uh, Mara, um, this is a much better looking chart. And Mara up 4% in after hours. Yeah. So Mara is, uh, Mara's pumping. So Mara's already taken that high. It's gone well past it. It's it's now kind of moving into a a, a different sort of uh, area of potential resistance here on the $25 mark. So I don't think I want to FOMO in Mara. No, me neither. Do, do, do you, like, I don't know this because I just draw lines, but do you, do you know, like, there is why, from a fundamental perspective, like, why Mara is sort of outperforming Riot lately? They have so much more Bitcoin mm. on their balance sheet. They have the most Bitcoin um, by far, like, two times more than the second biggest. Um, and they create more Bitcoin than any other miner. They just have, like, so many exahashes or whatever that mm. they're, they're producing so much Bitcoin. This is probably something you even said on the show, and I just did, didn't register. But that that would be like a very uh, useful tidbit for me to know because that's kind of that's why I said that's what, when we thesis. brought it up. Yeah. I was like, I don't know which what's going to be rewarded. Is it like the the one that produces the most Bitcoin, or the one that has the most Bitcoin on the balance sheet, or the one that produces Bitcoin in the most efficient manner, meaning like their break even price is the lowest, and Riot has a much lower break even price. More Bitcoin. It's always more more Bitcoin. More, more Bitcoin. That's yeah. the answer. Um, I still think these things are really, really underappreciated for the cycle. I, I think one thing that's going to be different this cycle that has not existed for other cycles is the the fee market for Bitcoin with um, ordinals. ordinals. And we've got all the Chinese grandmas like buying uh, BRC20 tokens. And oh my those are going to probably be a big, big, th big thing next year. That, that's so. like, that's like I, don't, I don't know if I've talked about that yet on the show, but like I've added a whole bunch of... Uh, brc 20s to my portfolio with oh, the uh, naive so, thought that it's a high beta bitcoin this is so good uh i like this because you know the miners are earning both their bitcoin rewards plus transaction fees and the transaction fees have never been like a, a meaningful number until recently it's been about like 10 percent of their revenues from transaction fees and that is a massive development for for the miners yeah 
people like to degen on train uh, on train on chain even the even the bitcoiners um yeah the brc20s are kind of hilarious and how i don't know they seem really dumb to me it's sort of like almost like you buy them like nfts and like buckets of um but they, but there has been like a a bridging process like some of these things are actually tradable on ethereum as the rc20s and there's like a you know a, a, one of them is like a bridge is it mubi just can't believe that you're calling those questionable or dubious when, uh, i mean look at whoa. we're buying dog with hat and Woo-y. you're calling this dubious yeah hold on uh I'm pulled, I went to the chart here. So you get the chart. Yeah, I know. I knew movies. One of these plays. I'm up very bigly on this thing. That's a joy. Uh, that's a joy. And then there. What else do we have here? I, I can't even. I mean, or already is like a big one. You can't buy this on uh, on Ethereum, but it is it is tradable on exchanges. And it, like part of the thesis for the BRC20s is that a lot of these are going to end up being like exchange listings next year. Um, especially on the major exchanges. Uh, I mean, if you... God, already is up so much. Look at this. I didn't realize. So you got you get this... Damn. Wait, you buy these on your, what, your Bybit account? Like, where do you I get this? I don't think this is even on Bybit. Where does, or, where does already trade? Oh, yeah, oh, oh, it actually does. Oh, I should own this. Mm. Yeah, yeah this. is like the biggest one. I think it's over a billion market caps. The, the token for ordinals. So it's yeah. a cool way to get exposure to... Uh, the ordinal's thesis, but this is on everything. This is on Bybit, OKX, Binance. Would yeah, you call you this a meme it. coin? Because this is like something I could get behind. Like this idea, at least. It's not that meme but it's like, it just makes sense. I, I might be talking out of my ass on this one because, again, lines. But I, I, I think that you need the already token to do some stuff. So I think there's some utility to it that is tied to the use of the protocol, I think. Could be a meme. Let me know in the chat if I am... Uh, <laughs> extremely, extremely uh, wrong on that, but like a uh, movie, uh, is, yeah. So something like movie, which I think is the bridge, the bridge play. Uh, it's only available right now on like Mexc and Bitget. So these are tier. Never like, even zero heard. Never trash even heard of them. Exchange, yeah. Mexc is eh. <laughs> not not a place where you want to have um, a lot of money. So. There's definitely a, a room for these things to grow. What is the other one? BSSB, yeah, BSSB is another interesting. This this is sort of like I think like the the maker, the, the maker like of uh, of uh, of BRC twenty tokens. Would you call these fresh charts? Because this looks pretty fresh. They're pretty. They're they're pretty fresh. Um, they're pretty fresh. Yeah, they're fresh coins. I mean, most of these are just minted this year, so. A lot of a lot of possibilities. I, I, I don't know. I, I think it's a really interesting thing to have in your portfolio in like a small amount. Um, I forgot all the tickers for everything I own, but I know that the big ones are Ordi, BSSB, Mubi. Uh, there's a there's a turtle one that's crushing for me. That one seems kind of like a meme. But <laughs> wait, uh, Calcium just said that Phantom recently added support for ordinals and BRC twenties. Oh, uh, very cool. The Phantom, Fan, Wallet. Phantom Wallet. Yeah. Phantom Wallet is great. It's it's so much it's so much better than MetaMask. Hey, I'm astounded by how bad the MetaMask wallet is for those of you poor souls who are still using Ethereum. Um it is oh, it's just terrible. Um I've I've been very impressed just with the general level of of, of dev work 
of like the whole Solana ecosystem. I've been definitely playing around on there a lot more as of late. Um, and stuff's really good. I thought stuff was really good last, like I was on their last DeFi season, right? Playing on Radiant and all the Ponzi's, but they were all just like, they were all like FTX Ponzi, all Alameda Ponzi's. So like, they were all kind of tainted in a way. Not, not all of them, but like the whole ecosystem was like, it was know. a little bit dirty. Like, I obviously played on the Solana blockchain last DeFi cycle and I didn't find it to be like overwhelmingly better. It was fine. Like it, it wasn't like an amazing user experience. Really? I think it's an amazing user experience. Um, Maybe in relative terms, relative to how bad just operating on chain on ETH is, but it's not like uh, we could have a normie get on there. And All right, so, so have you used this thing? Let me pull this up. This is, um, this is Jupiter. Jupiter had like the airdrop of all airdrops. Right? I think we talked about this a little bit. I, I think like you've 30 bucks of farming got you many thousands of dollars of, of airdrop. I think it was worth over 10,000 at one point, actually. Tonsky. Back check me on that. Congrats, Tonski. Did Tonski <laughs> grab that? I just imagine he did because he has a whole uh, notebook full of uh, airdrop farming. Oh, he's the, he's, he's the far more <laughs> yeah. notebook. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, but I, I've been using this a lot because I've been playing around with Solana meme coins. And the, the meme coin experience is is so much better on Solana because... You know, when you're there's people like playing like fifty dollar, hundred dollar lotto tickets, you know, and they're they're on Ethereum and they're eating like half half of their yeah. thing going in and out. It's terrible, and they're getting sandwiched by J uh, Jared. Yeah, and it's just like a disaster. But you know, one of my favorite features about Jupiter, this is something that's always bothered me that we don't have, and 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 I think this is something that's going to be coming with like the new Uniswap hooks, is like the uh, the DCA. Like you can DCA coins on on Jupiter, it, it's really sick. So like when I want to get into positions, like I can just look at a chart and be like, oh okay, I want to buy when it's in these levels over this period of time, and it just wow. kind of automatically does it. That's and like programmatic, really nice. and I'm imagining limit orders are easily accessible. Yeah, it's got limit orders too. This is that's a big unlock. That's awesome. Yeah, so uh, you, you got to tip your hat. You gotta tip your hat. Um, there's there's no reason this can't be built on Ethereum layer two. Well, you can't DCA on. Oh yeah, yeah, on layer two. Layer one, yeah, every, yeah. If you DCA like once a minute, like you do on this, like your whole stack's gone after an hour. But like I can literally DCA like by the minute on this thing, and you're you're fine because gas is it's it's non-existent basically. Um, so yeah, I've been enjoying that. I got some uh, some memes to 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 bring up later, so maybe we'll backtrack to. Uh, Solana. I did want to say that um, I, I I fumbled the ball on last week's episode because I wanted to share a really dumb play I made, um, and then like the 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 laptop died, the stream died. We had to reboot it, kind of like re-record it, and then stitch yeah, it together. And, it and, and in that process, yeah. like I realized I just left everybody hanging. And I was like, it was your, and it was like, I think the title of the episode was like the. No, I didn't. Leave, I didn't put it in the title, fortunately, but I put it on like my social media and stuff. Of okay. Like, I'm like, I'm, I am really dumb. <laughs> I, I'm super dumb. Um, okay. Can but, I, but what I wanted to share was that. Can I that, flip over? I just want to. I want the big. Reveal. I, I think. Yeah, I think we need the visual on these things. I bought a lot of Trump digital trading cards. Yes. And this to me seems like just the most obvious trade in the. The fucking universe. Like, if you could tell your... Im imagine this. It's the year 2060. 
your grandkids are talking to you. You're telling them stories about the early Wild West days of, of, of NFTs on Ethereum. They're like, wow, Grandpa, you, you, you had such vision. You knew that like people were going to trade JPEGs and all this stuff. And they'd be like, you must, you must have a bunch of the Trump NFTs, right? And then you'd be like, no. And they'd be like, Grandpa, like the first ever U.S. president to launch an <laughs> NFT collection. And these things are trading for like $100. And you didn't buy one, Grandpa? It's pretty like, funny you no, say son. It. It's funny you say it that way because I can actually like build the opposing narrative where it's like ETH is ripping. I'm assuming this is on like ETH. On, uh, these are on Polygon. Oh, it's on Polygon. Okay. Yeah. But I'm just assuming that like coins are up and everything, and you're like, well, I got a bunch of fucking photos of Donald Trump. <laughs> no, nah, man. Like this is this is Americana right here. These these are these are going to go down in the Smithsonian someday, um, and we're we're about to enter just like full Trump twenty four seven phase in like about three months. I know. Get ready. Yeah, that's true. What uh, can we talk about the floor price? What where are these trading at? So we're at point one seven three now. So I I think I got in about point one five. So modest gain. That's nothing in NFT land. Yeah, not too late. Nothing in NFT land. These things are beautiful. They're they're so bad. That they're awesome. What was that one? <laughs> what was that one that was so bad? Pixelmon. Pixelmon was so yeah. bad that it just went yeah. up to like four ETH. What was the name of the Pixelmon? Kevin. Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> and then Kevin ended up, I think, like selling for a bunch of money at one point. Yeah. I don't know what he's trading for, but they went to zero, and then I feel like people were buying Kevins he for like back. four ETH. <laughs> like, came back. Um, yeah, this collection is so hilariously bad. Like they 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 literally just bought clip art and like just put the face on it. Like they didn't even make custom art, which is just this beautiful. Okay, keep scrolling because I want I want to see gotta, I want to see what kind of uh, characteristics and traits uh, these cards have. So yeah, these are all the floors, you know. So oh, this one looks. What, what do we got here? Whoa, we got oh, a Rushmore. We got a pix, there's a pixelated one. Pixelated Rushmore. Oh my God! It's it's Trump with his own face on Rushmore. <laughs> that is this looks like the steal so of the century, dude. Bad. Pixel face, yeah. There's pixel face. I didn't even know that was a characteristic. So that's cool. They're like kind of in touch with the kind of in touch with the kids. What is this? <laughs> oh wow, that's horrifying. Okay, so anyway, like if these things don't 10x. Um, by the end of next year, I, I don't know what to say. Um, especially if like Trump is the sitting president, you know. I think degen into this at your own risk. I I don't know. Everything we talk about on this show is stupid. Like, but like it 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 is what it is. You sometimes just have to embrace um, the nonsense of the world. But yeah, you might end up with a sitting president with an NFT collection next year. Yeah, I I what do. A time. I do feel like these are gonna be one ETH minimum. What a time to be alive! One ETH floor. Is they, they have to go to one ETH floor. Like I feel like one ETH floor is like table stakes. Yeah, it's absolute table stakes. It is like a forty thousand collection, I think. So I think it's like four times the size of a normal one. But like if if freaking pudgy penguins can go to eleven ETH, like I think this thing can go to this thing can go to one. Anyway, uh, copy trade me at your own peril there, but I like it. We like the we like the Trump cards. Just the OG collection. I'm not buying like collection seven or whatever he just launched. He just, he just keeps like launching these things. Although I did see that like he said you could um get dinner with him at Mar-a-Lago if you bought forty eight cards and a card's like 
a hundred bucks? No way. Seems kind of seems kind of cheap. That's so cheap. I think that's what Nick was saying, and I looked it up, and it it seems to be correct. Hold on, these <laughs> are gonna move. Hold on, like I I, had, I have a like an affiliated question to this. It's like when when you're buying these, is it because of Trump, or do you actually have kind of faith in NFTs uh, returning to former glory? I think they will return to glory. I think a very tiny percentage of them will. Like if you look at Solana right now, like I think Solana just flipped ETH and NFT volume. Volume. But like, uh, you know, I, I remember that uh, my wife, God bless her, uh, she was a big JPEG enjoyer on Solana. And she's held through the bear market and she's still down bad on whatever the hell she bought. Yeah, I mean, people got wrecked. But when when NFT mania was happening, like I actually made a note to myself and, and I, I, I said like, Remember what it's like right now. Remember how much fun everybody's having. Remember how much everybody likes these things because there's going to be a point in time where everybody looks back on it and goes like, wow, you fucking morons. That was so stupid. That was a terrible idea. But like, I saw something that touched people in a way that like, like meant something. And I, I saw something there. And I think that thing is going to come back. So I never ever wrote off NFTs as being dead forever but like hell of a bubble for sure hell of a bubble um we have some some people in the chat uh nick and edmund who are who are playing along live and they're shorting soul right now and they want (laughs) to they want to get a real-time chart can we get a real-time chart on solana for them as they um continue to lose money by the second I I'm I market bought so much soul yesterday morning, so I'm so happy, just enjoying my enjoying my gains. Okay. Oh uh, yes. Yeah, rectum and yeah. Nick are shorting into this. No, they're not. They're shorting right now in the chat. No, they're not. They're full of shit. Nick's down two hundred fifty dollars since two seconds ago. Okay, guys, you want an advanced <laughs> trading lesson? Don't short when the chart looks like that. <laughs> big ca- big candles. Big candle, close above big candle, close above big candle. No short. There you go. Caveman <laughs> advice for you. Um, yeah, this thing this thing looks, looks like the this looks like the Bitcoin vertical accumulation chart from like the beginning of last cycle. Damn. I feel like it's like a very similar uh, thing going on. Oh, but all, or the Bitcoin of this cycle, I guess. Same freaking thing. Yeah, right. Yeah, Nick's... Uh, Nick's short 1000 sold at $96. Well, Nick hates money. Nick is short like here. <laughs> Good luck, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Sol's going to like $10,000 by tomorrow, I think. So is Coinbase. Take that to the bank. Um, yeah, speaking of Coinbase, let's, uh, let's nice, nice transition. Can keep we, me, can we, cause keep me on topic. My God. Okay. So that's good. Before we get too crazy, let's go back to the stonks. Let's go back to the, the calls because this thing is, um, this thing's getting spicy. Let me just, uh, we don't need these anymore. We don't need these anymore. Okay. Number go up. 
I'm every, gonna go up a lot. Here's every a morning I log in, the market's not even open, and every morning this thing's up four percent in pre-market trading. Yeah, every morning I just like open my interactive brokers account and I'm like, yep, that's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, like every day. And like the higher it goes up, it keeps printing the same percentage gain. So the money it's it's I the people in the chat right now are like, Yeah, this is how uh this is how compound growth works. <laughs> it's <Steven>. compounding. <laughs> Um, but you have been, you've been writing some calls, huh? Okay. So let me, let me talk about this a little bit. So let's just like, let me set the context here. We called this collectively like at $70. We were like on, on air on alfalfa and irresponsibly long. We have the receipts. We're saying like, we're, we're buying these options and i don't think ever in my life 70 dollars, brother i bought here okay but like we weren't talking about the the leaps at 50 i mean you were buying the common but at, at 70 we we're like yellowing leaps and mm -hmm. i was just thinking to myself that never really in my history have i like <clears throat> nailed the exact asset with the exact timing like with the size that i have and I'm, I'm now getting nervous because I haven't taken any profit on this. And when I look at this chart that you just pulled up, all I see are um, up candles. These are like <laughs> white candles. But uh, we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. This is going to be eight white weeklies in a row. Eight, yeah. eight green weeklies in a row for you non-colorblind folk. Okay, so so what I typically do, and and granted, like, I've been doing this for a long time. It this strategy works generally. It doesn't work when a chart looks like this, where you have eight weekly candles up in a row um, to this magnitude. But I usually write way out of the money calls at a level that I'm comfortable selling regardless. And I'm like, I don't think it's going to go here. But if it does, I'll be happy to take some profit at this level. So <clears throat> I initially wrote calls sell like I sold them at 150 150 strike and when we were at like 130 I was like holy shit like I gotta get I gotta roll these out like I I can't like I no longer want to sell at 150 so what I mean by roll out is like you extend the maturity and because you you add that theta then you can go further out on the strike price so I think for the same price that my 150s were I got 185 strikes for so you, January. So you sell the 185, you take the proceeds, you close out exactly. the 150. Exactly. And so because those are farther out in time, the premium is a lot higher. So you end up you end up with some It's a break even for me, but I just make the strike price higher. And gotcha. so, so, you're, so you're selecting a price where it's just break even. Yeah. Cuz cuz you're yeah, it's a higher strike, so that's going to make premium lower all things being equal. Yeah, so I roll them out to January 185 and then literally today when this thing like it dropped down to like 160 and then like recovered to 169 I was like it's gonna fucking hit 185 next week probably so I rolled out again and I'm at like 200 220 225 I'm, I'm all over the place but like I am also wondering like does this just go up forever because uh, in my experience it does not no it doesn't I I have a I have like a strong suspicion that the ETF is announced tomorrow. I know that is like a 
overwhelmingly. That's a pretty hot. Take, everybody's dude. saying January eighth. There's a few people saying tomorrow for sure. I'm not the only person on the internet. Um, so if that's the case, like, yeah, I don't know. This, this does look like something just kind of front running news to an extent. I mean, it is going up in a hurry. So wouldn't shock me if we do that and then you get a, <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll, I mean, it'll go to, if it's announced during trading hours, like it'll, it'll probably just insta go to 185, I think. But there, I think there's a good chance that that is like a local, a local top. So hold on. This, this is my whole thesis right now. It's like, I want to actually trade the local top and I want to time the local top. That sounds fucking stupid when I literally say it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but on the other hand, a pullback is bound to happen. And when it does, a pullback's going to feel pretty severe, I think. It's like it's going to go down to a level that I, if I can exit any, anything that I have long, and it's a, a lot, then I would, I would gladly rebuy in on a dip. But like I, I have this feeling like a dip is near. Like I was, I was kind of targeting that first week of January to like get ahead of the ETF announcement. But that's how I'm thinking about Mara, Riot, Coin, like all, all these is I'm I'm just like trying to really front run the the pullback. Yeah, everybody is. I mean, it's just it's just mind games at the moment. Everybody's like selling the news, and everybody knows people are going to sell the news, so then they're buying the news, and then people like in the it, it's 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 a it's a freaking uh, it's a freaking shit show. Um, I I still think the news itself will be like a local top. I think the announcement of the ET the ETF itself, in my opinion, is like a hundred percent priced in as far as like the probability of it. Like it's it's a done deal. Everybody knows it. Like I've been saying it's a done deal forever because you know I've been looking at people who are a lot smarter than me who have been believing for a very long time that it's like a done deal. It's just like always been a done deal, right? Um, what isn't a done deal, what isn't priced in is the the flows. And I, I think the market needs to see the, the first couple of weeks of flows and digest that and that could do something else to price. But if you get like an announcement tomorrow and then there's like weeks before this thing actually goes live, it could be like an opening there for some, I some think volatility. That, yeah, sure. I, I I have heard that take. I think that it's going to go live pretty soon after it's announced. Like I, I'm guessing um, seven days. A lot can happen in seven days. I think so. Yeah, a lot can happen in seven days. And man, I I haven't taken any profits. That's that's the main point I want to say because like here's here's an interesting tidbit like everyone says not financial advice when they're when they're like talking about anything they say not financial advice i don't think we say it enough but yeah we should say it more <laughs> definitely I, not, I think the yeah. reason why like i, I just want to stress this the reason why this is not financial advice is because my situation is different than yours and different than anybody else in the chat or whatever it's like your your path your level of wealth everything matters you know to your situation so like this can't be financial advice, but like for me, I've made a lot of money on this and I just want to realize some. Nothing wrong with paying the trader. Nothing wrong at all. Like I, I'm considering it on my my riot calls just because they 
you know they expire they expire in March, which is not right around the corner, but there's it, it's 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 kind of getting there, right? Like if if Bitcoin has like a twenty percent pullback, which is pretty natural in even a bull cycle, right? If Bitcoin has a twenty percent pullback, these miners are and particularly the March calls are going to get fucking smacked. Yeah, like I'm what I'm probably going to do is just roll like a huge chunk of my March calls into like leaps. And yeah. I'm probably going to go from like March riot to like Mara leaps. I think. January 2026, as far out <laughs> as you can go. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Um, I might look at how some of the stuff is priced for like, I, I am still of the mindset that there's going to be like a very insane bull run next year. In like all risk assets, so you could make a pretty compelling case for buying near dated stuff because like it might not really be pricing in that 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 kind of run. Yeah, um, you like so when you're doing these options trades, you have uh, for leaps um, the maturities get pretty sparse. So you get um, December of 2025 or January 2026. You have like two two choices when you want to go sort of long dated. And I think you're right. The 2025s, December, probably sound pretty good. Yeah. As far as Coinbase goes, like, this is a pretty good area to take profits. I'm not saying to close the trade, but this whole region from, you know, 150 to 206 or so is like, that. that's some serious, um, serious supply there. So I literally thought this. I literally thought this, and... Look at this fucking weekly candle that it just put in. It's like shoving right up my ass. Well, it, like if I'm going to write the options, I'm going to write the strike like above the zone because you can get a candle that like wicks up to like 194 or something. And then ultimately it's like this kind of um, candle with like a like a huge wick and a, like a really narrow body, which is a very common like topping pattern or at least local topping pattern and then you're sort of right but like the wick hit your strike and you you got exercised and and you know i'd rather i'd rather place these things like outside of these levels so like above like these highs above these zones yeah and if and if you can like time it perfectly you would actually sell the call like during that wick like you you would like enter that like i would sell calls like, if I was at my desk when the ETF was announced, I would sell calls. Yeah. Or if I saw some sort of sign of weakness on, like, a daily or, like, a four-hour chart, you know, like, that it's some sign that price is struggling in that supply zone. But, like, there's no sign of that right now. It's just a very strong uptrend with just, just it, it breaks it breaks a high, it pulls back, consolidates, breaks a high, pulls back, breaks a high. Like, just there's just very little weakness and the moves they're just they're they're still strong like i don't i don't see like weaker moves necessarily you know weaker highs you know like if you pull up like an rsi it probably still looks okay um yeah yeah we got a little bit of a i stand corrected yeah you get some divs you, you get call some, it a divergence get some bear divs on the r yeah you're making lower lower highs uh, on the RSI, while you're making higher highs on the daily, I, I, I mean, th this is like a this is a pretty good setup, I think, for for writing calls. Like you have price, 
trending into a key area of supply. You've got like the the relative weakness in the RSI. It, like it's 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 not usual that price kind of is weak coming into these zones, especially on the first tap, and then suddenly in the middle of the zone picks up a bunch of strength and blasts through it. Like very often you'll see it like cool off and pull back. And if you're writing options, like that could be the whole, you know, duration uh, that you write and then you just collect that. So yeah, I'm probably going to write, <clears throat> I'm looking to write something around like, yeah, 200, 210 or something um, a, a, as a hedge for my position. I don't want to, I don't want to sell anything, uh, but we're, we're definitely getting to the point where I'm considering that. And yeah, I, I kind of like the setup here. So yeah, you, I, I could totally see an announcement news candle. Like those are very frequently like the, the last, the last push, you know, kind of trap people. Can we talk about that? The announcement <laughs> news candle, because, um, I'm also thinking about that. So like, um, maybe in perps, like setting some, some limit orders, um, to sell Bitcoin at, at like a stupid number that's uh, outside of yeah. our... Yeah, we, we have an interesting setup on Bitcoin. Like I actually, this this is a doodle I forgot I had drawn a while ago. You, you, you basically got this kind of megaphone pattern Bitcoin is trading in. And then I have a couple of like high time frame, like range projections. And like negative four, negative five is like a pretty prime target for like these expansions. Um so between the negative four, negative five of this consolidation, like the basically the consolidation at the bottom, um, you've got the 48K high. And then similarly from the recent one, you've got 50K. So there's like overlap between these two projections. So I don't know, like I, I, I think I'm probably going to honestly set like a bunch of laddered cells like up here, like above 48K, you know, 48K to like, 52k or something like that i love this by the way i love this trade like just <coughs> setting sell limit orders at like 52k and maybe maybe something hits and you just enter a short position at the fucking pico top yeah i mean you don't want to do what i did over the summer and like not keep enough collateral in your account because i got a little too cute and the grayscale pump like liquidated my entire account and then the trade ended up being correct which is really brutal it's so really brutal when you make these kind of like knife catch. This is like a reverse knife catch, I guess. But yeah. like it wicks so high that it actually like liquidates your whole freaking account and then it immediately dumps. Like there's there's no greater like I'm a fucking moron than when Man. that happens. Okay, so you were right. You just uh oversized it. Didn't yeah, didn't risk manage properly. Um but like I like have like I, I, like you'd have to get a wick up to like a hundred K for it to like liquidate my accounts yeah. or something right so that's not gonna happen and like i have you know i have the spot i have the bitcoin everything it's not like naked it's just sort of like a hedge on my portfolio so it'd be pretty interesting i think to take like 20 to 30 percent of my portfolio and just ladder some cells up there in anticipation like i'll i'll probably do this tonight or tomorrow um and then yeah you, you hope you get one of these new spikes and then it just immediately comes back down and but it wouldn't shock me if we just did something like that and then just continued higher. That's exactly <clears throat> what I'm picturing happening, by the way. I'm just, I'm trying to like scalp it and re-enter. It's, it's like just enough of a dip to make people think that the sell the news is happening, but it actually doesn't and it gets bought up very quickly. And then a lot of people who tried to sell the news actually get, they, they don't buy back in and then they get kind of trapped on the sidelines and then price rips up without them. 
and then they become the people who like panic buy and send us over to, to all time highs. So I think something like that is. But just to be clear, it, it makes way more sense on like March expiration options for the miners. Like, I'm looking to get out of those probably like early January just to make sure that I'm front running this. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think it's probably something I'll do. I don't know. I'll, I'll probably do it tomorrow just in just in case. Um, take some off, roll some. I'll, I'll probably take like 20, 20 or 30 percent of the profits on that position. And I'll probably roll like a good chunk of the rest of it. And then I'll leave some is, is, is what I'll probably do. But it's a hell of a position right now because it's it's been in the money and just every single day, you know, price goes up like one or two percent, even just a day like today where it went up one or two percent still like printing a lot and we get like these like five percent candles and you're just like getting to be like almost deep in the money and you still got three months to go to your strike it's it's a it's it's crazy it's a beautiful thing gamma yeah so i don't know if you want to pivot off this but i was kind of thinking that everything you're saying aligns with how i think and for for those reasons i don't want to buy meme coins because i feel like i can get convexity and like juiced returns buying like higher probability things using options and why would i why would i get into something that has probably negative ev or just like a very low probability of of working when like i have high probability of working and you can juice the returns it's a valid question i mean there's there's a couple reasons like one i think meme coin markets themselves are kind of inefficient in a way that something like the Bitcoin market isn't. Um, another reason is that like I have on-chain money and I have off-chain money. Like my on-chain money doesn't really have access to like all these like call options, you know, and like I spent, I definitely can't buy call options and, and stocks with my on-chain money. Right. And uh, you know, I can't, even buy options in crypto with my on-chain money, you could say, well, why don't you just lever up Bitcoin? And that is something I think about a lot. I sometimes do just trade Bitcoin and Ethereum and just, but just add leverage because the markets are deeper, they're more liquid. You can get in and out of positions without slippage. You can like manage risk uh, better. But the freaking convexity on these things is like insane. Like you, you, you can... You know, you could do like two X's in a matter of like a couple hours with some of this stuff. And yeah, like, I mean, I am still trading other things, but like I have been on the, the meme wagon for the last couple of weeks. I don't, I don't know how sustainable it is, but um, kind of thought we would get to a period where Bitcoin runs up to near the ETF levels. It sort of stalls, it consolidates. That type of environment is typically very, 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 very good for alts. And you've seen memes rip. You've seen Solana, which is sort of like the king of the altcoin market, just absolutely on a tear as Bitcoin has gone like kind of sideways. You know, Bitcoin's basically been in this this sort of sideways range now for, you know, two weeks, which seems like an eternity. And then meanwhile, over that two-week period, you've got Solana, which is just... <laughs> it's 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 done it's done this like so while bitcoin is range solana has ripped up you know 72 percent 
um, roughly, give or take. Okay, so I know you uh, are talking about this Bitcoin to alts rotation. Um, Win ETH. I mean, I think ETH Q1, I think ETH is like the... It, it went from consensus to completely out of consensus very, very quickly. I like to take out of consensus trades, especially when the chart sort of matches. Like, and uh, like, I've been talking about the same stuff on the ETH BTC chart for a long time, right? I think a lot of people are looking at this chart and they're being like, oh, that's a downtrend. It looks like it's going to break down. Um, you know, what, what I said was you had a, you had a, you had a, you had a kind of manipulation dump. You had a market structure shift. This is like the merge. And then this has just sort of been like a retrace. And I've been expecting something in this to, to be a bottom. And these types of bottoms often look very, very ugly. Like the ETH chart right now, the ETH BTC chart reminds me very much of the Bitcoin bottom chart from 2021 summer. God, I need to need like a clean. How about the index? God, so many doodles. Here, let's clean the chart up. Like this area here, <laughs> it looks pretty familiar to me. Like this is a summer. 2021 Bitcoin. Like right around here where this thing was just curving down and nuking everybody's like, it's so fucking over. We're going to, and then it just ripped, right? You build up all of this trend line liquidity, all of these highs on the way down that never get taken, right? And then when price finally reverses, it just absolutely wrecks people because all of these people have been having like a free lunch on their trade uh, for so long. No liquidity has been taken. And then it's just like it's like a you know, it's like a forest that just has all of this dry brush sitting there. I mean, look at all of these highs on the Ethereum Bitcoin chart. It's just like. Let's take that liquidity, please. None of these have been taken. Like, none of them. None of them. Nothing on this chart. Like, shorters have basically never been tested. All of these, this whole trend line on the way down. So what I suspect happens... <laughs> By the way, this is in inverse David Hoffman, right? <laughs> Didn't David Hoffman take the opposite trade? I still have. I still have a chart where... Poor David was like taunting me in the the Discord. I think it was it was literally right here. I still have the <laughs> I still have it time stamped. Um, and, and like I, I I was an ETH bear at this time, yeah. Uh, on the on the ratio, um, didn't reflect too much in my positioning because I was very like still like long term minded at the time and didn't want to go in and out of Bitcoin. And I just it was just like a believer in ETH and building an ETH position. Um, but I am not an ETH bear now. Like, I think this is like the worst time to be an ETH bear. This is like the least, the least reward and the most risk to be an ETH bear. So, so whether or not like we actually run this low um, from pre-merge and you know dip into the fours, I, I, I don't know. 
But I think at some point you have the fake out and then you reclaim and then you, you send. Like this is a very common pattern. And look, if, if, if I'm wrong, if January comes and this thing just, just fucking goes like that, then it is what it is. And I'm, and I'm, I'm out. So hold on. You just said that you'd be out of ETH if like maybe like the third week of January comes and ETH doesn't respond. You're, you're calling that thesis invalid. I don't want to put it like exactly third week of January, but like, yeah, early Q1, if the chart breaks down and it doesn't manipulate, like it just, it's like a clean breakdown, then it looks horrible. And then you have to like question the thesis, like at least the thesis for this cycle, at least for the next year. Like I care about the next year, maybe the next two years. Yeah. So I, I'm like, I kind of laugh at it a little bit because like we're thinking about it in such short term time horizons, right? Like I know I have full conviction in ETH, so I don't get any FOMO on uh, these like meme coins or anything. Cause like I feel very comfortable with ETH, even though it's like not doing anything. I'm so comfortable and I know it's going to, I know it's going to moon. I know it's going to work and I'm fine. I don't know that. I have a strong suspicion that that's the case, but I think having a crypto portfolio right now that at a minimum doesn't just have like a market cap weighting of like Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Solana is like unnecessarily risky. Like I you're, think you're gaining very little. Right. You're like, you're short Solana even without trying to be. Yeah. And it just, it doesn't make sense to me. Now, I'm a little, I'm overweight ETH relative to Bitcoin in my portfolio still. I have like basically, like I have like a neutral view on Solana in my portfolio. Like my portfolio right now is basically market cap weighted ETH and Solana. But if we go through Q1 and like, I don't see what I want to see out of, out of ETH, like I, like I will overweight that Solana for, for sure. Um, or maybe look to like like one thing that's doing well right now like the whole eth ecosystem isn't doing badly right now like look at the op eth chart like let's look at op so op eth chart looks amazing poor uh poor arbitrum investors yeah i actually talked about this spot here in the magic lines a couple weeks back as like a really potentially great point um to, to to kind of flip some some OP and ETH and, and OP looks a lot better than Arbitrum, by the way, like the Arbitrum ETH chart is just, you know, now, now, now you could argue that this is just going to catch up trade. It's the right. same chart. Right. But like this is, this is kind of broken out, but I don't know. The market definitely seems to like OP more. OP has been on a tear. Like even though, you know, Ethereum is doing nothing, um, OP this month is, is up like 60%. Like it, those are, you know, similar to Solana numbers. So if you've been doing the high beta ETH play, you're actually doing okay. Um, I'm a little too underweight L2s, I think. I, I have some exposure to them, but like I never really did a good job of um, rotating, especially into to, to optimism. Um, same actually as i as i sit and think about it I, i'm i'm similar even though i had like conviction on optimism i just never really like loaded up uh the way that i sort of felt like i should have 
And uh, now I'm, I don't know if this was like something that was on the agenda or if it's something you're interested in talking about, but like dinosaur DeFi was kind of an interesting trade for a bit. Is that, is that still interesting to you? Cause synthetics, I like, um, you know, I think maker token has, has had a pretty good run. I mean, Chainlink has had a good run uh, up until it's sort of like stagnated now. It did like one pump and then yeah, now yeah. everybody's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know how I feel about Dinosaur DeFi. Uh, they're, one of the reasons like why I have been like sort of questioning my ETH trade myself is because last cycle... I didn't own any Bitcoin or I owned Bitcoin at the beginning of the cycle, but, but then I sold it because I just sort of realized like, wait, I'm trading. I'm not investing. I'm mostly trading. And Bitcoin is cool if you want to go into a coma for 30 years and not worry about anything. Right. But the reality is like when the cycle's on, you want to own alts. And when the cycle's off, you want to own cash. And like, that's easier said than, than done, but like when it's on, it's on. And like, why, you know, why, why bother with the, like, obviously there's reasons to bother with Bitcoin. You can, yeah, you can yeah. lever it. You can do all this stuff. Like I get your point. It's like when, when you're going to play in the sandbox, go with the fastest horse. And then when, when it's not time to play, play time's over, go back to cash. And yeah. Don't deal with any of it. So you can make a similar argument to Ethereum now that I made against Bitcoin, right? Like, I, I don't know if it's as good of an argument. I think Ethereum is different in a lot of substantial ways than Bitcoin is. And we don't have to go down that road right now. Um, but it's a question I've been asking. Like, if the cycle is on, like, in the cycle, like, if you knew that it was 100% going to be a bull market for the next two years, do you really think ETH is going to outperform optimism? I mean, maybe from, uh, but like for optimism, like two weeks ago, do you really think that was going to happen? Do you really think ETH is going to outperform Solana? Do you think it's like almost certainly not, right? If you have the benefit of this magic looking glass. Okay. So I, I agree with, with that as a framework. I would just throw this into the mix because I, I didn't mention it when we were talking about meme coins versus like, call options on miners or something. But um, I think this point is relevant. Like when you have something that that is like a slower horse, like let's just use Bitcoin, for example, a slower horse, but higher probability, like you can size up way harder on something like that and feel comfortable versus like putting your whole portfolio into some shit coin that like might be a faster horse, but like, you're going to have to experience uh, way more vol and that might become problematic. Yeah, I, I would argue, though, that like if you look at this year with the benefit of hindsight, there's no amount of leverage you could have put on an ETH position where it would have been like just as cool as like having Solana. No, I, I, I agree know? with that. I mean, obviously, in hindsight, you can, you can play that out, but I'm, I'm more talking about the emotional aspect. Like, I like going in on something that I have high conviction on and like swinging hard. Like that's the difference. Like when you like sprinkle dust on like this meme or this meme or this meme, like I don't do that because like I want a high conviction thing that I can like actually swing at like with a, with like a 
a two-handed give it, give it something real. I've just been in this space too long to have conviction. Like, I think if you do this enough and you just realize that, like, everything, like, literally everything fails, except, like, five things out of, like, 10 or 20 or 30, I I don't even know. Like, everything fails. Every time you go through a cycle, this is is my fourth cycle now, every cycle you think something, at the end of the cycle you're like, wow, that was dumb. Like, it's very, almost never goes the way, exactly the way that you think it is. And, like, I feel like if you are just like, this is it, I have conviction, it's just, it's too hard in crypto. It's too early. There's too many unknown variables, especially if you're talking about conviction over the course of multiple years. Like, I have conviction over, like, months or three months or something for, for sure, but like I don't have like insane conviction that like ETH is going to be the winner in like ten years. Like it I have fairly I have fairly good conviction on it. Like I I, I think that will be the case. But I, I'm not like betting I'm not betting my whole portfolio whole whole portfolio on that. No no way. Ah, fuck. I, I basically did uh on coin. Uh Coin in particular. Coin was an coin was an easy trade for me because coin wasn't a coin was a conviction play on crypto. Like as long as crypto didn't die, like coin was gonna make it and it was gonna do very very well. Okay, so that's my like. Okay, that's that's a good uh, point to make. So like I don't I look at the entire investable universe and my dollars get deployed wherever uh, the best risk reward goes. It's not like I have crypto plays like on chain only and then no i'm like trying to just allocate to the best bets i can make and coin was one where i'm like i'm gonna swing fucking hard and that feels better to me with leverage with options max out margin and that feels better to me than like just sprinkling on meme after meme after meme yeah i mean i'm i'm not like super like okay so i'm not super sprinkling meme like I'm, I'm sprinkling some memes to the extent where like i just yeah i want like kill myself insurance basically but that mostly applies to like, like the top you know five or so percent or the top two percent of of these things that pop up like you you can't buy every meme coin somebody there's there's like there's hundreds of them there's there's thousands of them um that, that that's 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 too much. So there's there's a there's a little bit of a distinction between like literally buying everything versus like doing some due diligence, doing some thinking, and being like, okay, maybe there's something here. I need to hedge against this, whatever it is. It it that that that's kind of where I'm coming from. Yeah, yeah, and like it seems like now, and particularly like the last couple of weeks, have been a good time. To do either of them. I mean, owning coin, good. Playing uh, meme, good. Bonk, whatever. Yeah, and like like the best memes, they haven't been on Ethereum. They've been on they like some of them haven't even been on Solana. You're they're, like meme coins been going crazy on like Injective and you wanna, Say and these like new ecosystems. You want to talk about some of the some of the latest memes that you like? I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not playing on on Say and Injective. I I, I should be. I honestly just I honestly just have overload because i'm still like day trading 
I'm still swing trading. Like I have, I have a couple friends who just meme trade all day. And if all you do is just chase memes around, I, I think you can do it. They still look like they're going to die, <laughs> but you can make a habit. But like, I, I can't do that. Like I, I, I can't do that. And, and some of these things are honestly, they're, they're too small for me. Like I don't, I don't care about like throwing $500 in like an injective meme. Like, I, I'd rather just do kind of what your thought process is and like find like an alt trade I have good conviction in and like size up on it. Like I, I like I did that this week with with Bonk. Nice. Okay, <laughs> let's talk about Bonk. Okay, so yeah, let me call up Bonk. Call up Bonk. And uh, so Bonk is something uh, like God, like well, I I screwed up Bonk because I initially wanted to get in here. I can't believe this is like, this is just like my birthday. So I didn't. I didn't buy because literally it happened on my birthday. That feels like it was a lifetime ago, by the way. This that is was- chart. It looks like it happened like 10 years ago, but that was just like, it was just, that was just, this is just last week. Yeah. Right. Um, so this is one of those things where four years ago in crypto, I would have been like, this is, this is stupid. I'm going to buy like maker and coins with cash flow. And like, I, I don't believe any of that stuff anymore. Like I, I, I kind of, see the space for what it is and, and I embrace, I embrace it and all of its like special needs education. Right. <laughs> um, nice. And I, I think I talked about why memes make sense to me on, on the alfalfa pod last night. I, yeah. I think like it's an attention economy. I think you are trading attention, um, in, in some sort of sense. I think attention is more important than products a lot of the time. So like, the, and that you can get attention first and do product after like, all these things make complete sense to me. I don't think these things are all destined to go to zero. And and I do think that you need to have memes in your investment portfolio. Like if you're truly trying to kind of capture, you know, like a high, you know, if you're, you're not doing the equivalent of just buying bonds. I think they're like, uh, okay, let's stop there for a second. Cause I, I think you make a very valid point. Um, but you say like investment portfolio, I would like call it a trading portfolio because any of these memes are like, they have a limited runway while they have the attention and then there's something new that comes out that gets the attention. So I think like I wouldn't be buying Bonk's girlfriend or something thinking like, oh, this is this is gonna be the attention grabber for of a lifetime. Well, you know? well Bonk's girl- girlfriend is different from Bonk, right? Like memes do reach escape velocity. Like Doge is never going away. And I think every single ecosystem is going to have it's meme, and I, I don't think those memes are going to go away. Like, yes, they will go up and down, and they will go down a lot. Um, this is just the nature of these things. But I sort of disagree that they're not investments. Like, they're just as much of an investment as buying, like, most any other coin in crypto that's not something like the maker that, like, literally has, like, a cash flow attached okay, to it. Okay, you know? I could argue uh, steel menu and just say, like, Bitcoin is a meme. I agree that Bitcoin is a meme. And it's, I it's don't think meme. Bonk yeah. is that much different than Bitcoin, to be quite frank. Like, if you get really down the brass tacks, you've, you've got this sort of social layer that really believes in, like, a particular ethos. The Bonk ethos might be stupider to some people than the Bitcoin ethos. And, you know, w- whatever. I'm not here to make that judgment. But, like, holding a Bitcoin does not deliver, you are not entitled to any cash flows for anything. You're just basically betting on more people 
getting into this idea. The more people buy into the idea, the more people buy the coin. That's like literally how Bitcoin works. The more people buy into the idea of Bitcoin, the more people buy the coin. So if you think a lot of people are going to buy into the and and why wouldn't this take place in crypto? Like we we've already seen in the tradfi world, right? We have this thing where the younger generations come along and they go, "Dad, I don't want to buy your bags. Grandpa, I don't want to buy your bags. I'm going to go your own way." Crypto is just it's just fast playing this, right? Like it fast plays everything else. Like we've gone through like 200 years of financial history and like the last like Four every, years in crypto. Every cycle is like a generation. You're like a great grandfather now. Yeah, like the, <laughs> the Ethereum's Ethereum's came along and like they were like, oh, we don't want to buy your boomer Bitcoin bags. It doesn't do anything. It's a rock. And then like you know the, the Solana people came along and they're like, we don't want to buy your boomer Ethereum bags. It's like slow and expensive and it's not cool. And then like when like if a bunch of other people came along, they're like, wait, why am I going to buy? Why am I going to buy your Ethereum? You're up like ten thousand X on it from the ICO. Like I I could buy this this Shiba coin for like fractions of a penny. And if it goes to a dollar, I'll be a trillionaire, you know, and to, to people like, I don't want to play your game. I want to play my game, somebody. And then people try to compete to make the game that all the kind of kids want to play. And in this case, the market created meme coins. That's the game everybody wants to play. And so now the kids are playing that game. And it's hard to argue against that as a valid game. When you take a step back and you realize that, 99.9% of the entire crypto ecosystem is thinly veiled meme coins that don't do anything. Okay. That's a that's a good good way to wrap that. Let's uh talk about Bonk's chart for a second. Okay. What what made you want to buy this one in particular? So I want to buy Bonk because it's it's high beta soul. Yep. And like I, you know, didn't get as much of the first soul run as I wanted to because I was scalping it in and out and you know i bought it at like eleven dollars and seventeen dollars and twenty four dollars but like never really held it and now i want to kind of get in on the ecosystem in a more substantial way and i've been looking for ways to get entry um and buying like really high beta stuff is nice because if you time it right with like a smaller chunk of your portfolio you can get like outsized gains relative to the sort of like base asset which in this case is you know the the soul token well let's talk about this uh idea that's high beta soul because you showed the soul chart a second ago and it never did this dip that the bonk chart is showing right now i mean it also never did this candle kind (laughs) of uh sir this 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 chart went up what is this this is like uh this chart went up almost 300% in two days. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Didn't go in two days, but it is well up over 300%. No, that is. this is December 13th, December 15th. There's literally there's <laughs> two days there. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, like it, it goes up a lot. It goes up bigly. It goes down bigly. It's gone up a lot more than it's gone down, right? Um there's a few, re- but like I, you know, I, I take like a more analytical approach to buying these things. I like to think I'm, I'm trying to find just the right combination of analysis and like 40 IQ because I think you need both of these things to be uh, successful in crypto. There's a couple things that I liked on the bonk chart. So first of all, if you zoom way out. What is that one candle? Is this that? is one candle, Eric. <laughs> this is the yearly candle. Um, this is about as zoomed out as it gets right I've there. I've never seen anybody pull up a chart like this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm doing this for a reason. Um, 
This is the yearly candle. This is the yearly mid-range. So let's back into something that's a little more reasonable, like the weekly chart. Um, highs, lows, mid-ranges, right? These are really critical levels when you're trading. All of prices sort of range. Every, everything can be like one candle. Like all of the ups and downs and everything, if you zoom far enough out, it's a candle. And that candle has an open, it has a close, it has a high, it has a low, it has a mid-range. And these things are important points of interaction. Sound good so far? Yeah, I'm with you. Okay. So what I noticed was, can hey... You, wait, can you point out where the the 50% level... Maybe the I should draw this in a thicker line. Yeah, can you tell me where the mid-range is on this chart? Because Yeah, I, I was so, having... so, so bonk yearly mid-range, uh, 0.175, uh, point, point zero 0.0175 okay. or so, roughly speaking. And uh, first of all, look at the weekly candle. It touched it magically. Probably random. Yeah. Probably random. Also, keep in mind this this mid range might be off by like a few ticks because I sort of winged it. Um, but it, it, we basically bottomed in the mid range, right? So you zoom way out, um, and then you zoom in a little bit, like maybe like a daily chart. You know, we were looking at it. Obviously, when I got in, it, it was just sort of down. But like, there's a few other things I liked here. So, what did we do from the top, the Coinbase listing? Well. We was, had, the, was the top that Coinbase listing? Yes. Okay. As it so often is. Yeah, that's a pretty common chart pattern. That's another thing I like to use. Um, I like to use uh, OTEs, optimal trade entries. I've got like a, a mid-range. I've got the 0.618 and the 0.79, right? And there's also the, the, the 0.5 on there. But the point... The 0.618 to the 0.79 fib levels. And I, I like these because it's like, it's kind of easy for anybody to do, right? Like this isn't that hard. Like you see something go up a lot. It's coming down. You're like, I want to get in. Where do I get in? Well, it turns out the 0.618 level is is pretty good. Like somewhere in that, call it like the gold pocket, right? So that's another thing I saw. I had yearly mid-range, this thick line, right in the golden pocket there. Like right in that retrace after this big thing. And then the other thing is like, look at the nature of this retrace. See how gentle it is? See these candles, they just kind yeah, of float down. Very gradual. They just gradually float down. You're not seeing these big gaps, like huge gaps. Like when you, when you see price sort of reject and then there's a big thrust down, that's like a bad sign. And oftentimes when you buy and price retraces back up into that gap, it kind of comes back down against you. It can be like a sign that, that move is over and you might be shifting into like a like a, a more bearish pattern where like the 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 lower the higher lows don't hold anymore and then we start making like lower lows and that sort of thing. So um that was another thing that was like really nice looking at this chart. Uh even the, nothing on the 12 hour. Um four hour you start to get some gaps, right? And then you can actually see like price did react that way. You see price kind of test that gap area. Hard rejection. Um, this this wick again into that same area. Hard rejection, right? So you can kind of see in the lower time frame how price reacts to these 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 gaps, um, which is why like when you see them on like the higher time frame, it's a big deal. Like you see gap huge gaps on the daily on the weekly. Yeah, that chart might be done. But like if it's on the hourly, it's lower time frame. The the, the higher time frame move will take precedence. And it if you like zoom out on the higher time frame of this chart, it's a pretty bullish chart. Um, 
So I ended up like looking for entries, just like I kind of just bought a bunch. Like as soon as I saw us bounce off of that mid range, like I kind of went into like a 15 minute chart, which is like a one I like to sort of operate on. Let me, God, I got so much stuff on here. Um, this move here, and sorry, sorry for people who aren't watching this, but um, this is something I really like to see. So price is kind of, you know, price kind of bottoms here initially. Yeah. 0.188, right? You've got consolidation. Oh, I know what you're going to say. Consolidation. Manipulation leg. Consolidation. And then, yeah, look, what do we have here? We have a sharp move down into a key level, the mid-range. And what do we do off that level? We massively V-reverse. This, to me, is like a sign that, like, there's there are large players in there who are accumulating and like now have like built positions, right? And then what 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 you see there with that move is also like a that that's that's a market structure shift because you took this consolidation that broke that low and then you just rip through it, right? And you can kind of see if you um kind of zoom out on this chart, right? And, and and stop looking at all like the wiggles and just kind of think about this as a uh You know, you, you, you've obviously got this here, and then, like, you have a shift right here. And now you're in a, you're in, you're in a bullish pattern. This, 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 is like a, this is like a bullish flip right here, yep. in my opinion. Once you take this high, you've shifted from, like, lower time frame bearish structure to lower time frame bullish structure. And now the mindset is, like, okay, when we get these retracements on these legs you don't want to you want to buy these rips up here don't be the guy who fomos in on this candle or fomos in on this candle you want to wait for price to come back down into these zones that gave you the pump into these zones that gave you the pump you build the position there you think you're on the the bullish side of that trade now and now you know i'm expecting to ride this thing higher like i think i'm targeting um I, I, I think like when you get these wicks, like we have this really nasty wick on the daily. So typically price like rejects hard off these things initially, but then kind of go higher. So I, I'm planning on taking some profits in these wicks, like for most of the position and then like looking to add back again and then, and then take this up. And, and, and I do think this, this goes higher, but you know, if it doesn't, I will have TP'd pretty heavily and still, still done pretty good on it so awesome. uh we're not in the clear yet but i i i think it looks good um, man i really um like those drawings you just made those were those were awesome and uh i don't know if this is gonna make you feel better worse or indifferent but uh my wife actually came to me today six hours ago and was like i'm buying bonk and i i had previously um had her Doing pretty well, like buying a Coinbase common in her like Roth IRA. Everything's going good. And now if she sees this video, it's like all my work is undone. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a good chance that we have the holiday season thing. Everybody comes home. They talk about bonk. Everybody goes out, buys bonk. And then that sort of marks like a local top because you get that final surge of like temporary 
retail demand. And then there's nothing after that. And then it kind of rugs you. But I think even if that happens, like this is like early indication to me, like, like, the, the, like I, bonk to me is like product market fit. Like we're early in the cycle. Like I'm not at the point now where I'm like, Oh God, Elon's on SNL. I'm selling everything and walking away. Cause somebody asked me about bonk. It's, 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 it, it, it's too early to, to, to me. Like, this is just like seeds of something happening. Like, I, I think this is going to be like the most meme coin heavy they, I mean, not that there've been that many cycles, but I think the beam coin stuff is going to just blow everything. It, it's just way more entertaining for retail people. It just is. Yeah. Like people like that. I could, I could totally see that happening where this cycle is way more degenerate than the previous. And I feel like, uh, it's a good, yeah, good reason to be irresponsibly long. Yeah. So uh, vibes in the chat says, if you want meme coin exposure, go for the lower market cap memes but if not choose bonk i think the barbell strategy is pretty good for memes like i think you buy i think basically i think it's an interesting question of like whether doge does anything anymore i don't i don't know like i would rather own bonk than doge like doge it's kind of like maybe it's like the bitcoin of meme coins dino now. dino meme it's like doge is bitcoin shiba's ethereum and bonk is like soul of of the large cap meme coins but I think if you're going to bet on meme coin, I, I don't really, Doge has Elon, I guess. So maybe you want that. But like, I, I feel like it's kind of Shiba that gets squeezed out. Like, like why Shiba when you can have Bonk? I don't know. I guess people are like, oh, they're making their own layer. Two. Yeah, maybe they are building something. Maybe something comes of that. Maybe you want to buy those three. But I do, I do very much agree that like after that, you barbell. You you go with the, the super high market cap winning memes or you are just like, buying like the absolute shitters and, and, and trying to do numbers, but like the, yeah, like the diddling in the middle, that's one of the reasons I haven't bought like a dog with hat yet. <laughs> Cause yeah. like, I'm, I'm kind of worried. It's like, it's a pretty big market cap, but it's not bonk. And I, I don't know. I'd rather be YOLOing on like one or 2 million kind of things. And yeah, I, I do. I, I agree with you that I feel like this, meme coin in particular has like a pretty long runway and that's what i think about when i think about meme coins like how long is a runway and i don't think dog with hat has um <laughs> that long of a runway it is a dog with a hat though it's yeah yeah i i am back on the uh the bald train though i i didn't buy any but I, i'm like i'm convinced that uh bald bald as a meme is uh valuable it's somebody in the chat shilling bite i don't even know what that is me neither. Can't keep, can't keep track of all these things. It's a good sign, though. I like uh, I like Schiller's in the chat. I don't know. I'll, I'll I'm gonna humor the chat and just I'll I'll pull it up and see what it looks like. Okay, we're checking out Bite. I can't keep up with all the memes, guys. Like it's it's like amazing. I uh, oh, it's a uh, it's a soul memer. Uh, we like soul meme coins. Wait, this can't be. This can't be it. I got I got nothing here. I got one I got one k liquidity. Yeah. You want me? You get me chilling seven hundred FTV coins. That can't be. It. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Oh, I got you. You son of a bitch. This is what I get for listening to the chat. <laughs> yeah, look at that future of a uh, future Steven. of France right there. Steven just got got. This is a good cautionary narrative, though. This is actually what happens to most every single meme coin you buy. Yeah, the runway is it burns bright and hot and yeah, then it you flames don't, out. There's a bit of a survivorship bias in memes. Of course. Um, 
I did I did buy something that's kind of dumb today. I went to I bought Bonka. Bonk's girlfriend? Bonk's girlfriend. I did it. Now now I'm buying like beta to bonk. I'm be, I'm buying like beta to memes. <laughs> it's uh This is fucking terrible, but I I like it. I I I want this analysis. Yeah. I mean, I'm sort of just using the same technique I trade other stuff with where I'm just like, okay, this is your higher time frame demand gives you this move up. You want to buy a retrace into here. Here's your retrace, right? Uh, and then when stuff goes higher, you typically get like a double tap. So you got one tap here, you got another tap here. So I bought here, hoping that this is the retracement leg, the double tap that sends us up. So far, so good. I am actually using some some of my brain to buy these things. Um, I think if you do want to trade meme coins, like I, maybe I'll put up a little how-to video at some point. Um, knowing just basics of uh, market structure. That would be nice. Pretty, I think that, that would be helpful for people. Pretty, um, just a FYI, useful. by the way, um, they're saying that you were on the wrong bite. It's like the ETH, ETH bite, not the soul. Look, I typed bite. I don't have this, I don't have this filtered for. I don't have this filter. Oh wait, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> this is a man who wants soul coins only. Okay. Okay, I think we got the right. We got the right bite. The right bite. Eight point six FDV already. My God. Um. Yeah, I, sure it could go up. I don't know. Like I. It's just like another dog coin. What's the backstory on this? Show me the backstory. Does it have a hat or is it bald? Um, we need we need uh, we need something no. to go on. We need something to go on here. I don't. I don't. I'm so bearish on like ETH memes. Like after trading memes on like Solana. Like why the why the hell would you trade? Yeah. Memes why on would meme? you meme? Why would you meme coin on ETH? It's terrible. But like I have been. Um, I have been buying the L2 meme coins. Like I, I do think there is something to buying the meme coins of the L2s. And I know that we talked a little bit about like I like I have Nola in my portfolio, which looks like it got kind of wrecked. Last 24 hours. Woo! This looks like it could be a origin of the move kind of situation. Yeah, it could be a little slurpy slurp. I like this. This is a good zone here. This is the zone that gave you the big push, maybe consolidation there. Um, this is the this is the very bottom though. So if, if you get a dipper in here, that's that a manipulation, be, sir. I don't know about that, but it's a it's a deep enough. Uh, <laughs> I literally am everything just, everything is manipulation. I'm just mirroring whatever <laughs> whatever you said uh, over the past uh, two years. Uh, I'm buzzword. Just like, <laughs> buzzword. Buzzword. <laughs> <laughs> synergies uh, yeah no I, I dude I, I think Nola is like an interesting play it's kind of like the winning meme coin on Arbitrum right now Arbitrum has so much TVL like more than more than Solana this thing's like sub freaking sub uh, 10 million FTV like if, the, if we go back down here and this thing is like 5 million market cap like, like I, I'll punt some I don't care. Like I again, like I, that shouldn't be your whole thing. But I think like if you've got like ten thousand dollars of ARB, maybe throw a thousand bucks into some like ARB meme. That, okay. I think it's totally fine. I got a follow up, and yeah. it's uh, my follow up is based on Calcium's comment 
he's talking about Mega being down 96 percent in three days. My question is not about Mega. Mega went down ninety six percent in like one hour, Calcium. Okay, so I guess what I'm asking is like, what what do you tend to do? <gasps> oh God. Oh God. Okay, hold on. What do you tend to do when you see a meme coin that you like sprinkled some dust in and it's down like this? I mean, do you ever consolidate back to something else or do you just consider these like kind of free call options? I like this meme and I kind of believe in the meme and the money I have in it doesn't mean anything to me. So I'm not going to like sell to recoup like $100 or something. You don't don't care about... The no, dust be, once it's no, sprinkled. because if like the amount I have, like w- like if this ends up going up, and then I would have had like a hundred thousand dollars, and I wanted to get a hundred bucks, and I actually liked the meme, I like I'm gonna feel like a moron. Um, but yeah, like I would watch this. Like if this um, if this high gets taken, <laughs> like I'm interested. You're back in. Like I'm interested. I, I people say you, know, you can. I, I think you can actually do TA on certain charts, like. Even if they're me, like it depends on how the supply is distributed. You can't do TA on a chart where like one guy controls the whole supply or there's some like shenanigans going on in the coin. But like if you have a coin that's like fully distributed and revoked and like there's like good distribution among the wallets and everything, like kind of, it kind of, it kind of could have been, could have just been a little too early. Um, yeah, I mean, some of these things like launch and they wreck people, but then, then they pick up like. They, 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 I mean, they do. literally, Bonk did that. Uh, I mean, it launched in yeah, the bear. Definitely not going to equate this thing with uh, Bonk, but I don't know. Like, you can see a world where ETH starts to make a comeback and everybody's like rallying and they're like, make Ethereum great again. Like, it's like a, it's like a, you know, like a thousand to one shot, right? It's it. better than yeah. a thousand to one shot, yeah. but yeah. it's like, it's like a hundred to one or two hundred to one shot, but you can see it. You can see a world. You know, and so I sprinkled. I sprinkled some dust. We'll see what happens. Whatever. I'm not concerned. Um, what what else did you, what were you saying before that? Um I don't know that we had anything in the chat before that. Um I don't know. Was there anything else on our agenda that we wanted to go through? No, I just wanted to figure just finish up with some of the, the meme bags I have. So yeah. yeah, I got the NOLA for the I I, I I, I still hate saying this because I, I very much recognize that this could be one of those clips in like two years that people play and they're like, wow. What a moron. You're a <laughs> trader, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're a crypto cool. expert, huh? Let's uh, roll the <laughs> let's roll the let's roll the footage and just me like buying cat coins and shit. Um Would you would you uh do the honor of uh looking at any sort of like cosmos associated Charts I will end the I will end the stream with some Cosmos stuff. We're just gonna run just for rectum. Yeah. So I think base is going to be a very obvious play later this year. I think base is going to be like I think if you miss Coinbase, I think you still can trade base stuff and do very well. And I kind of view like base memes as like being long base culture and being long Coinbase. Like I think Toshi is a good meme. Like we're Look, we got, we got every chain has a pet. Just, just fucking deal with it. Don't overthink it. Um, I like Toshi here, actually. Toshi is the uh, like the mascot of the base chain. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's like a legitimate argument for being long here because this this was your this is your high that made the low. 
And then, you know, you break the high. There's a market structure shift. There's your zone that made it. There's the tap. So if I get like one more kind of dip there and then like a good, good, good reaction, like, how about be good? How about bald? Uh, Did you buy any bald? I haven't bought any bald yet, but I, I feel like bald is just, it's so fucking obvious. Like we have to buy that. This thing's got 11 million in liquidity. It's unbelievable. 16 million market cap with 11 million in liquidity. That's remarkable. Um, yeah, dude. I don't. Wow. I mean, somebody, a, somebody front ran us hard already. Some, yeah, it's some, already, uh, some genius is already up 300. It's already recovered um, significantly. But you don't think you don't think bald goes above a 16 million market cap if like base starts crushing like bald, no, I, bald you could go to like hundreds of millions. I, I'm. I'm like almost certain it does. Yeah. But so. like just using your frameworks that uh, you've uh, been generous enough to teach us, like you would probably wait for a dip back into that fair value gap. This chart is such a fucking disaster that like there's no, there's not really a good TI on this chart. You just, you're just like bald, good meme. And you probably just DCA it or just buy your lotto ticket and just walk away. But there's not a whole lot you can do on this chart. It's like a fucking disaster, and this thing had all sorts of. Even with all that liquidity, it, it doesn't uh, trade. Anywhere no, near clean. like there's there's that there's not really anything here. There's no volume. Look at this volume. So th this is this is still just a gigantic shit show. I'm actually not sure how there's so much liquidity. There's something weird here. Like I don't know how prices. Moving like this, so I, I gotta I gotta look into it very more a lot more. I just was like, oh, bald, that was a meme. That's still a good meme. That's gonna be a good meme. It's I should buy that. Such a good meme. Yeah, it's such a good meme. I, I I'm I don't do memes, but I would do bald. And then the other the other complete shitter that I took a punt on was the uh, optimism cat coin, which is a uh, tux, magical tux. Uh, this thing is like a real shitter. This is one million market cap. Um, I don't know. It's kind of a decent spot. Probably buy some there. Probably buy some there. Maybe buy more there if we get it. I don't know. Um, like there's a there's like a huge disconnect right now between like optimism, optimism the token, and like the market cap and the the TVL there and like the meme culture. So maybe optimism just never. Has a, a meme culture, but I don't know. I think it'll develop one, and I don't know. And I'm uh, a little reluctant to just do any EVM memes because uh, it's not the time. It's not the time. It's good. It's going to be the time, maybe in like a few weeks. Like okay, and when and when it is the time in a few weeks, it's going to happen on base. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. I I I don't. I don't know. It's it, it TBD. No, this this is like an asymmetric bet, you know. This goes to zero most of the time, but I think you make like a hundred to one on your money a lot. And that's the tux. tux. Yeah. Okay. Like it's you probably lose all of your money. I would guess like eighty percent of the time, but you probably do pretty well in the other twenty percent. Yeah. So just gotta think about. I'm going to lose almost all of the time, but the EV. It's like the EV might be good. It's like venture investing. Sure, this is exactly like venture investing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these are all like ventures. Investing, are, and investing, that's a good... Do you think we actually get to this point where there's like a there's like a actual venture firm? or Not a venture firm, but there's a... 
some sort of like prop desk. They're just like people rolling in. They're just pitching memes. They're just like, it's a good meme, man. Like they just, they're just like, <laughs> look at this cat. Look how cute this kid. Like, yeah. The dog. You got to be like ahead. The dog of the has a hat. Yeah. Fuck, it's brilliant. Buy it all now. <laughs> what was it uh, in the last? Like it was like foods. Now it's like animals. Yeah, this is like an upgrade. <laughs> but then like fucking buying yams. <laughs> yams, pancakes. Yeah, like when I told people what I was doing last cycle, I sounded way more like a fucking moron. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm farming I'm farming yams and in and grapes and and uh, pizza and buying sushi. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like at least here you could be like, look at this dog. Yeah, it's cute, right? Has People a hat. Like, Has a hat. That's cute as fuck. I want to buy that. <laughs> it's just like it, re- it resonates. So like with the the space keeps evolving, the casino keeps evolving, it keeps getting upgraded. Um, everything just iterates so rapidly that we just keep making these upgrades. It, like the, the the what we will be doing here in like three years, like who who knows? It could be just like insane form of gambling that like nobody's even conceived of yet. But hopefully, there's. Bore things in the future <laughs> than that. The future of finance. The nope. future of finance is uh, just memes. Hopefully. Um, all right. Let's um, let's wrap it with a couple chat questions. Do we have some requests from the chat? Uh, I think what I was seeing in the chat was like uh, you asked for um, a little narrative on Byte, and people were giving you narrative, and then you. Oh, what you, is the narrative? It's uh, Elon plus AI plus dog. Okay, that's pretty good. That's a lot of those are those are three, three for three. Those are three good AI dog and Elon. What's the connection with? Uh, but is that like Elon's dog? I don't know. Uh, another question. Uh, Calcium says, "You like a ETH or L two memes or Solana memes?" I don't like ETH memes. It's very hard. Like, it's very hard for me to conceive of how people are going to buy my bags on the ETH memes. The user experience is really shitty and it's just so expensive. Um, Solana is good too because it has like a condensed sort of community. Like it's like the ETH is very big, but it's also just split. Like it's it's modularized. Like there's there's like base people and arbitrum people and OP and they're basically ETH people, but like some people are more t- so you're tapping into the ETH thing, which is very, very big, so it still works, but like Solana is like it's just one thing. It's just it's one ecosystem. Right. All the memes are there. It's all on one chain. Right. We we need it like I know that they're they're into this modularity and that's for like performance, right? You know, you want increased scalability but like for usability we needed to make these things fungible um just as a user and that's going to be the next hurdle i imagine we need some evolution so that like the nfts were like oh it's like it's like coins with pictures but they had a lot of problems with them right for one thing having like ten thousand of them creates weird like then your price goes so high and then people like top buy and they get dumped on there's no liquidity it's a disaster right and now i i feel like 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 dog like a dog with hat right is sort of like an evolution of the it's it's kind of like an nft it's about the picture 
it's a cool picture. It's a cute picture. But everybody can get in, and it's super fungible, and everybody's in on it. But it's, like, missing a lot of the – like, you can't just put – I don't know. Maybe everybody just change their picture on Twitter to the dog. That just everybody just has the same profile picture. Maybe that's what we do. But it seems like there's, like, another evolutionary uh, leap that we can take there to – to, to really take it to the next level. Okay, why don't you wrap it with your promise uh, to Rectum for doing a little uh, Cosmos-based Okay, analysis. Rectum... He wants Osmo. Rectum made a nice $69 donation the other day, so I will pull up a Cosmos chart for you. Osmo. Damn! God, we've been bearing the lead this whole time. Oh, my God. I, haven't, I actually haven't looked at this thing since, like, the summer where I was just... La- I mean... I've just been laughing at Rectum the whole way down, basically. Like, you moron. <laughs> I'm going to buy this chart. Laughing with and... Uh, and then it just goes, whoop! Yeah. Just not even... Just right angle. Wow, that's fascinating. Um, yeah, I'm not paying attention to... Not paying attention to the Cosmos ecosystem enough at the moment because my head is already about to explode. So I'm guessing something happened here that wasn't random... Some sort of significant thing. Yeah, maybe like a fundamental change. I don't know what it is. I think Edmund probably knows what it is. <laughs> I'm but sure it, he does. It He's... appears that something has changed here. Wow, that's a that's a nice move, man. I hope you I hope you didn't listen to me and you didn't sell all of your bags. There's a smooth six hundred percent in a month. Thank you, crypto. Well, I think uh, I think Edmund in uh, in our Discord mentioned that he did rotate out of out of his cosmos plays into eth at least a portion oof uh you know cuz mm. he was he was like going with the fundamentals pain <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> never never go with the fundamentals in crypto oh that's <laughs> a hell of a chart i don't know how you trade that one and just you just see green candle and monkey buy it and just hold on for dear life um yeah he said he traded half of his atom into eth i'm guessing the atom eth chart is not supporting that at the moment, yeah, Adam's actually been <laughs> shockingly, shockingly up versus ETH since October. Yeah, I mean, everything's up versus ETH. ETH is the heaviest object in the known universe. <laughs> it's like unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. ETH then tungsten. Adam up 30, 33 percent versus ETH right after right after Rectum sold <laughs> after just solid year of down only. Feels bad, man. But he kept all his Osmo. He kept all the Osmo, though. So congrats on that. Uh, well played. Um, holy shit, it is 6.45. Yeah. Man, it's hard to do these short. Yeah, you want to do 45-minute episodes. Yeah, I do in theory. <laughs> the problem is I like do them, and I'm just like enjoying myself, and then I don't realize that like two hours have gone by. I'm drinking wine. This is fun. We got a lot of good engagement in the chat. This is this is fun. Yeah, I've been enjoying these guys. Uh, thank you, all of you, for, for showing up tonight. We had a nice, uh, nice little crowd. Um, yeah, we're going to keep doing these every... Uh, Every Thursday, 5 p.m. Pacific time. A uh, reminder, uh, follow the new YouTube page. Uh, link in the description, uh, youtube.com backslash at. What uh, did I say? Irresponsibly Irres- long yeah, pod. at irresponsibly long pod. Ugh, so uh, next week, you imagine we're going we're going to go live on the new channel. Like this is this is it for this channel. So now we- that you mention it, I might not be back in town in time. Mm. Next episode, 
whether that's next week or the week after. Well, I I think I can probably make it. We'll see. I'll let well, you guys know. Spend some time with your fam. That's yeah. important. Yeah. Yeah. Get it. Uh, I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, two weeks, two weeks gone is uh, an eternity in crypto to the point where um, you might just be really harming our audience. And I think you should think about that. As you leave your family <laughs> over the holidays. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> look, uh, if you guys listen to this show and you just put all your money in Banca because some guy sitting in a green chair told you to, <laughs> like, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I can't, uh, I, can't, I can't help you. We're having fun here. We're trying to make some money. We're trying to do it in a, a somewhat moderately intelligent way. But, like, this oh my is God. also a Personal very Evolution stupid. is in the chat. Personal Evolution did not. He's here? Yeah, he didn't. He, ah, he wasn't too uh, too what's vocal. What's up? Wasn't too vocal today. Yeah, he was quiet today. Hope you hope you enjoyed the uh, hope you enjoyed the episode, man. Yeah. I had fun. I had fun. So, yeah, we'll see how wrecked I am. Uh, wrecked I am next episode. I'm hoping I have a merry bonkmas, but yeah, I hope ETH uh, breaks the 2200. Oh, 20, uh, I've given up wall. on. Yeah, I'm not gonna have a merry <laughs> ETH miss, but bonk bonk can save me. Uh, <laughs> January, please, one time. Well, maybe next time we talk to you guys, there is officially a Bitcoin ETF. There's a chance, and a lot of stuff could go down in the meantime. Yeah. So uh, uh, strap in. Yeah, it's been fun. It's been fun, everybody. We'll see you next time. All right, on the we're new channel. Call it on that note. Thanks, everybody. Uh, good night. Adios. And.